Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Dream Being My Friend podcast. This is your host, Francis Vitakovic, and today's episode is one that has required 20 years of experience in order for me to be able to sit here and record it for you today. So first things first, I hope you had the most beautiful Christmas and that you're enjoying this time, this week in the lead up to New Year, which is a time that I always use to reflect and really think about what I want to achieve in the next year, in the New Year, which is 2022. Now, I personally use this time to reflect on all the areas of my life, including my relationships with my husband and with my kids and friends and so forth. I know that when it comes to goal setting, we're often like really focused on our business and finances, but I don't want us to neglect the other important areas of our life, like including your personal development, health, and anything else that is important for you. So for those who aren't aware, on December 22, every single year, that is when I celebrate my wedding anniversary. Yes, like I was brave enough to organize a wedding on a date that happens to be three days before Christmas. Now you're probably wondering why would I have scheduled a wedding so close to this crazy season of the year? And I just remember like my husband, Rob, he proposed to me just before Valentine's Day that year. And I knew from experience, like from my friends who were also getting engaged and married at the same time, that weddings are this massive effort that takes so many months to plan for. And I didn't want to go into the new year without looming over my head. So when the date of December 22 was available, I snapped it up because I thought that's so perfect. I just absolutely love the idea of being finally married just before Christmas. We'd go on our honeymoon, enjoy the new year and come back and start our new lives together. So that's 20 years ago. And this episode is all about the knowledge that I have to share with you after being married for 20 years. Now, I have to note before we dive in that in the same way that I say that I'm not a parenting expert, I really believe that no one can be an expert at parenting kids because kids are all individuals and we're all going to have a different experience throughout this journey that we're taking. 100%, I don't think that anyone's parenting experience is, is the same as anyone else's. And the same is true for marriage. So like I'm not a parenting expert, I'm not a marriage expert, but I am going to be sharing with you what has worked for me, what has made our relationship so strong strong and secure and stable after like two decades of being together. So this is probably a really good time to note that we are not the perfect couple. That's not to say that we've never had fights, that we've never had disagreements. The truth is my partner and I are polar opposites. He's really laid back and carefree. I don't think he's ever set a new resolution goal ever, like literally in his entire life. He's not a planner. Me, on the other hand, I'm a lot more serious and intense. I'm obsessed with organization and productivity and always looking at the big picture, which is, I guess, where we are similar, like, because we do have the same big picture view and we've definitely got the same values, but we approach it from a different angle. So the best advice that I can give you is advice that someone gave me. I think it was not long after we were engaged. Okay. So we weren't married yet. And I still remember the day that we were invited over for dinner. So I remember my parents were overseas. I was still living at home and I was invited over by neighbors who sat me down and gave me the cold, hard truth about marriage. They said to me, 
and they were telling me out of love. They said to me, I promise you that when you get married, you are going to go through ups and downs. It's going to be like a roller coaster. You are going to have days when your partner is the most fantastic human in the world. And there will be days where you just literally feel like killing them. Okay, I know that sounds like fully full on, but it's like they were warning me in advance. You're going to be angry sometimes. You're going to be furious. You're going to be annoyed. You're going to feel frustrated. And it's totally fine. They made sure to let me know that nothing has gone wrong when you're going through this roller coaster of emotions, ups and downs. And it's so funny because back then I didn't even see that connection to the coaching philosophy where we speak so often about the fact that life is 50-50, 50% of the time you're going to have negative emotions and 50% of the time you're going to have positive emotions and nothing has gone wrong. So I made sure to keep this in the forefront of my mind and when I eventually got married, of course, I started to experience all the different seasons of life and it was true. There were ups and downs, but because I knew in advance this was what life was going to be like, ups and downs, my expectations were adjusted accordingly. So that meant that at the first sign of a disagreement, it's like I didn't think the whole world was falling apart. It's like, okay, this is just one of those down days and nothing has gone wrong. It's like, okay, it's just today. It's not the best and tomorrow we can start again. Now, of course, I think it's really important that your partner, the partner you choose, the one that you choose to marry is on the same page when it comes to your core values. Like I value respect and honesty, independence and so forth. And when the partner that you're marrying has these core values that are important to you, I think that it really makes for a really strong foundation. It's almost like if you're going to build a house together, you need to make sure that that concrete slab is already set. As opposed to trying to build something on really unstable or uneven ground like sand or trying to even build the structure out of materials that aren't solid and durable because come that first storm and I promise you the storms are going to come if you haven't taken the time to really lay that strong foundation that solid foundation and build your home out of materials that are really strong it might feel as if everything you've worked so hard to build is just going to fall apart or you just feel the shake so much more and like I said before The ups and downs are inevitable, okay? Don't be surprised when you have an argument with your partner. I mean, you don't, if you're sitting there expecting that you're never going to have an argument, like it's totally crazy because it's part of like living with another human. We're going to disagree at times and my best advice in those scenarios is just agree to disagree. I think that like right in the early years, it's like I was trying to make sure that my husband saw my side of the story and I was trying to convince him to agree that I was right and he was wrong. And what I've discovered works the best is just agreeing that you both can disagree and it's totally fine. One person's allowed to have their own opinion and it isn't even necessary that you like need to like your partner's opinion in order to live in harmony. Like, let them be. So one of the things or one of my philosophies when it comes to relationships is that I've never liked this analogy, this metaphor where, you know, a marriage is like two halves coming together to make one whole. I actually think the best relationships are when two whole people come together and they can just support each other as these two individual, whole, imperfect human beings who are allowed to have their own dreams and aspirations and goals. Like I don't expect my partner to be exactly like me. And he 
already knows that I'm not exactly like him. You do give each other that room to breathe. I think that that is so important. You don't need your partner to change to make you happy. Like you know that you're responsible for your own happiness and they're responsible for their own happiness. And when you both show up as emotionally mature adults, I've just personally found that there's this lightness and a sense of peace in that relationship. And I know that some of you might be listening and thinking, no, you're so crazy for saying like that they aren't responsible for my own happiness. Like they should be making me happy. They should change and do things exactly the way that I want them to be done. But if you have this mindset and so many shoulds about the way that relationships will work, I promise you that you are setting yourself up for disappointment and grief because your happiness lies in your hands. It comes from the thoughts that you are thinking and you are responsible for your thoughts. So if you want to have a fantastic relationship, you can just decide in advance that you have a great relationship, that your partner does deserve your unconditional love and happiness, even when they're behaving in ways that you may not particularly care for. This doesn't mean that you don't get to set boundaries, but as long as you know where the power lies and it's in your hand. And I know that it's so hard for me to condense like 20 years of relationship advice in just a really short episode. But the biggest takeaways that I want you to walk away with after listening to this episode is knowing that there are going to be ups and downs in life. Totally normal. Nothing has gone wrong. The best relationships are when two whole people come together and also allowing yourself to grow. Like I don't expect my partner to be exactly the same, like exactly the same person as he was on that day 20 years ago. Of course, he's going to grow and change over time in the same way that I have. Like I'm not the same person that I was 20 years ago. The goal is obviously to become an even better version of yourself, one that's like connected more to your truth in life, like your purpose. What are you here to achieve? And knowing that your partner's going to have his or her own dreams and aspirations. And those goals and aspirations don't have to look exactly like yours. But what's important is that you're supporting each other on this journey. Give yourself the freedom to be who you were born to be. And that's what I love personally most about my marriage is that we have given each other that freedom to grow and breathe. And there's so much comfort to be had from relationships where you know it's totally okay to be imperfect and where you allow your partner just to be a normal human. Like humans, remember, positive and negative emotions, you're going to get both. Sometimes you're going to disagree and it's okay. Sometimes you're going to have different goals and it's okay. But as long as the foundation is like really strong when it comes to supportiveness and love and acceptance, I think that you can't go wrong with that. And having this personal philosophy about relationships keeps my marriage pretty drama free. Like we don't really ever have any drama. And that's probably because I consciously don't want to partake in it. And one final piece of advice that I can leave you with is stop looking sideways at other people's relationships and marriages. So I have to say that I have lots of friends whose marriages look quite different from mine, obviously, because they're different individuals and what works for them would not work for me. There are some couples that do everything together and I personally would hate that. I've always known that I never wanted to be in a relationship where I'm glued at the hip to my partner. I really do need my space to be creative and to work on my business and to write my books. I'm thankfully I have a partner who fills his own cup in the same way just by having that downtime. But of course, there are always going to be people who pass judgment, who think that they know the best way that relationships work, or perhaps they think that their marriage is somehow better than others. And I really don't have time for that. I'm encouraging you just to define what works best for you and your partner, even if it's different from the way that other people are doing it. So you might choose in your marriage to be the working mom and the husband is the stay-at-home dad. 
totally okay. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. You guys get to do what works best for you. And the best indicator of a successful marriage is the way that you feel. If the barometer of your emotions is indicating that you feel at peace and secure and supported, I would say that you are onto a good thing. And remember, it all comes back down to the overall feeling because there are going to be days where you have ups and downs and every marriage is going to go through seasons in life. Totally normal. So adjust your expectations to allow for these natural seasons to occur in your relationship to allow for there to be room for growth and for change because, of course, change is inevitable. And if you feel as if there is room for improvement in your relationship, know that in order for things to change, you need to change the way that you think about things. And I really do believe that there's so much power in just even one person showing up differently in a relationship, showing up with more maturity and openness and compassion and understanding, that that has the power to impact the whole relationship. And always remember that that person can be you. So I hope that you've enjoyed me sharing just some of my advice after being married for 20 years. I've actually been with my partner 23 years. If you want more information on how to build a really strong and successful relationship, make sure to check out my course, Reignite Your Relationship, which you can find at inspiring-life.teachable.com. The tagline to that course is when your partner is a keeper. We all know what a keeper is, those ones that we want to keep, but you sometimes feel like throwing him away. We're all going to have that feeling sometimes. We're going to sometimes want to throw our partner away. Totally normal, but I can't tell you how much having a good mindset can positively and dramatically improve your relationship. And it has worked wonders for me when it comes to creating just a really supportive, drama-free marriage. So as always, my friend, take care. I love and appreciate you all, and I can't wait to catch you in the next episode. Until then, dream big, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com, where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friends.